Burner Phone is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Oh, my God. Auditioning sucks. Yeah. Someone else has to make a decision to let you have mm-hmm. a role. Yeah, is, exactly. Oh, that gives yeah. me anxiety. The lack Do of control. Do you let this guy <laughs> have some money? <laughs> Do we want to let him... <laughs> Not kill himself. <laughs> Welcome to Burning Hell. Okay, guys, I'm very, very excited for this episode of Burning in Hell. I'm your host, Hannah Burner, and today we have Jordan Fisher. Ooh. All the way in from the South. The South. North Carolina. North Carolina. I mean, it's the northern south. No, it's, it's you go there. Yeah, see. where in North Carolina were you from? Cause Greensboro, which is fine. Okay. Uh, and spent time in Raleigh, too, mm-hmm. which is also cool. Raleigh's, <laughs> Raleigh's a bigger city than Greensboro. It's like Charlotte, Raleigh, Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Those are like the three major ones. He's talking to me like I'm a dumbass because I am because I'm from New York. I don't know any <laughs> other state. I'm like, what's this other state like? Well, most people don't understand that North Carolina is the south. Yeah. They hear South Carolina and assume that's where it starts. Yeah. Well, throwing north in the word d- is confusing. I know, but also it's like the it's like what I help people realize is like it's like saying West Virginia is still on the East Coast. True. So How often do you have to have that conversation? Enough. <laughs> I've had it enough. Also what's fascinating to me is that your family you come from a family with a business of funeral homes. Yeah, well they have a funeral we have a funeral home. You have a funeral home. Yes. Uh, on my dad's side we have a funeral home. That's so funny to me because I'm from New York City and that's the Italians business. Yeah. All the Italians. Well I feel like y'all homes. kinda the Italians kinda feed it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're gonna have to put the body away. We'll handle the whole process from A to Z. The 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 business is a little slow. Hey Mick, you know, go out there, handle somebody. You know, put it back into. Don't throw him in the water. We've been throwing him in the water too often. Wait, so your family murders people? How did this come to be? (laughs) You're taking people out in North Carolina? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. That that, that that's. I don't want to get caught up in that. He looks at the camera. No, that was not me. Welcome to hell. This shit happens. Um. I don't know. My granddad, my granddad, that was just, I guess, his dream. Really? Yeah. He, he wanted to, like, apparently, my dad told me, like, from when my granddad was a kid, like, he all, that's, like, what he wanted to do. And he fucking made it happen. It, it was hard. You know, it took a while to get off the, off the ground. It wasn't, like, that's some overnight success. That's fascinating to me. But, yeah, like, it's, and he, and that, our business is, like, a staple of Durham. Well, I was about to say, it's, you become really a part of the community mm-hmm. because you, you don't just trust anyone with no. like your loved ones passing. Yeah, yeah. And my granddad was like, um, kind of like a like like people knew him. like every time we went out, like he's he a would local get celeb. Stopped. Yeah, he was a local celeb. Like people knew him. Like anytime we went out, grocery store, bank, wherever, it was just like they'd stop him. What up? You know, it, it, we called him Pookie. That was his name. Everybody. Oh my knew god, him that's Pookie. so cute. So was, he's Papa Pookie. My dad's little Pookie. Uh, <laughs> what are you? Uh, I'm just Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Pookie is a uh, is a very black nickname. Uh-huh. I don't know, like, cause like, what does it mean? I don't know. It's just like how, like, I feel like white uh, people call their grandparents like Nana, Nana Papa, and Papa yeah. and all that stuff. Ours are, is Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting y'all onto some black shit right it's here. It's funny though, because Italians come up with crazy names for like other guys in the mafia. It's always like yeah. Snooky yeah. and you know Two Fingers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Three fingers. Yeah, he's got thin fingers, <laughs> but you know, we only refer to him as the two. You know, but he does most of his good work on his two. His right, you know, pointer and his left pointer. <laughs> two two guns in each hand. Johnny Two Fingers. Pop pop. We we did both watch the Irishman, I'm assuming. Um yes. But, okay, so was your grandpa, did he ever talk about death? Like, was he ever, or was it strictly business to him? Like, why did he get associated with it? I mean, it's a good, it's a good business, honestly. It's always going to be a billion-dollar industry. Porn <laughs> and funeral homes. Damn. They will never go out of business. You're right. People are dying to get in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm fascinated by this. And he, would he ever get, like, sad or emotional with stuff, especially when he's a Not part that of the I community? Not that I saw. Not that I saw. I mean, you have to compartmentalize with that kind of stuff. It's business. Why do you think he wanted to be in funeral homes? I don't. I don't know. Did something happen know. as a child where he like saw it on a on a TV I'm show? I'm not really or? sure. I should have asked him. I, I don't know. This is like, just about your grandpa, by the way. That's why I brought <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But real quick, I forgot to announce who the fuck is here. This is Jordan Fisher. He's an incredible stand-up comedian, actor, singer. What else are you doing? <laughs> oh yeah, I write for shows. Oh yeah, and he's know. a writer. He wrote yeah. he, that he sings in his shower on his bio. Yeah. Um, but I saw him sing right before this podcast, and honestly, I'm a little wet. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you've been a comedian since 17 years old. Yes. He's written for everyone. He's been on a ton of amazing um, festivals, including JFL, which is highly respected. That was we, a good time. Was it good? Yeah, Were I mean JFL. Yeah, I was nervous. JFL is like the like the NBA draft for comedians. Hell yeah! So I mean, to get it, it was it was a fucking honor. But it's also like after you get it, then you actually have to. Execute. You have to you have to do well. You know, it's a lot of industry there. There's a lot of people that could you know check you out and make some moves for you. Um, How was your know. set? It was great. It was great. I can honestly say it was great. That's amazing. I went first. Oh my um, god! But it was like. You know, at that point, I had been doing comedy for, I think, 11-ish years or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the showcase, like, they put you, they put us in, like, a theater. It's like an 800-seat theater. And I had been in those types of environments before. Not every comedian has been yeah, in, like... theaters are a whole different experience. It's a whole different experience. And I personally like to perform in large spaces like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always, like, ever since I started comedy, I knew that, like, eventually one day... The goal is to be in theaters. So I've always kind of like made my act in a way. You that manifest like, it. Yeah, yeah. Like my act, like I feel like I try to make it so it could fill a big room. Mm-hmm. So I performed in front of the I performed in theaters before. So when I got to Canada to perform in that one, I was like, all right, this is going to be fun. Like, How would you home. say you form your act to like be in a big room? Um, I like doing, you know, act outs. I like doing voices here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, I like pacing the stage. I don't just stay in one spot. Mm -hmm. Like I use levels, you know, I tell stories here and there. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I like to be dynamic. You know, I don't, I don't like to just play just small rooms and just, it's, I'm not just a person that's just set up, punch, set up, punch, set up, punch. There's punchlines in my material, but I like to make it more involved. You're like, just to let everyone know there are punchlines. Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
Yeah, because some people, you know, it's like they, they, you know, they'll look down on the act out or whatever. And I'm like, yo, comedy is a performance art. Yeah. And if you're going to play for an hour mm-hmm. in a room full of a thousand people, mm-hmm. you know, when you're doing theaters, that's just a small theater, a thousand. You're going to have to fill up that space and you have to keep people's attention for an hour. You're right. And if it's the same, like, da-da-da-ch, yeah. it can get monotonous exactly exactly your eye gets you know I mean, bored by it and even it's more that you don't want to get bored yourself yeah yeah and i i just like kind of having fun and being loose and you know bringing some energy to it you know I, i'll you know there are times where it's like lower energy than others but mm-hmm. like i like having a range on stage yeah so i feel like a lot of comedians have a lot of pressure to be like how many laughs do you have for a minute all the time it's right. like sometimes for the biggest laugh yeah you have to slow them back down to mm-hmm. build them back up yeah make sure people are listening you yeah. Get, if you can get them listening, paying attention, yeah. then you can get a hard punch. Every now and then, though, when they get really quiet and they're listening too hard, I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> you know when it's like a little too quiet? Yeah. I'm like, guys, this isn't going to be that good of a joke. You can go back to eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to know the difference between listening and bombing. That's, yeah. that's for sure. It's like if you get off stage in 15 they minutes and they were like, so well. they listened for 15 straight minutes, no laughter. It was straight listening to, yo, fucking focus for real like they would be great students <laughs> one girl was crying but <laughs> yeah, she was still listening yeah, they were listening to the motherfucker i do think what's important i've as a former tennis player i need to mention that on every podcast i learned recently i did this like um speaking thing with this coach nick Bolter, and he was mm-hmm. talking about coaching kids and he was like you have to coach kids in the way that like their game will bring them joy yeah and I never thought about like that because when I was growing up I had a lot of coaches tell me like you have to play like Serena or you have to play like Sharapova when it's like well how does Hannah want to play because that's longevity and that's what's going to make me want to get on the court right and I think what you're saying um with your stand-up is what like I'm learning too is that it's not about just being like the next you know Dane Cook because he was successful yeah it's it's about what you really enjoy doing. Yeah, do there. what you enjoy doing. Have fun as long you know, as long as you're enjoying it, and as long as hopefully they're enjoying it mm-hmm. too. You know, so you and can just because it success. isn't like standard or typical, I kind of love breaking all the rules. Right. Not necessarily like, I I respect like obviously the joke format and mm-hmm. all that stuff, but I don't think that you should ever put yourself in a box. I think yeah, especially in the creative industry. Yeah. You don't just want to be one of. You don't want to see. Yeah, you want to be multifaceted. Right now, to me, I. I've, been telling people this a lot is like right now we're in a time where like being a multi-hyphenate yeah is so i'm not gonna say easy but it's accessible yep you know like to to create things on your own is is right there at your fingertips you just hit the nail on the head when you said create things on your own because mm-hmm. there are people that will be bitching like oh i haven't got opportunities i'm not getting opportunities right. and it's like make your own opportunity yeah you can now you really can. It's like not that expensive, like to be able to get the equipment to whether write a script or mm-hmm. shoot a video or mm-hmm. do a podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it takes a couple microphones and a, and a recorder and there you go. Yeah. So it's, it's just easy. Well, real quick. You still play tennis, right? Yeah. I still hit. Yeah. I, I've actually been hitting with, I hit with like Julio. Uh-huh. I hit with Michael Costa. Oh, wow. Um, I've, we were creating like a little community of like, yeah. of comics I to play tennis. I used to hate tennis. My dad, like, would watch it all the time growing up. And we, and <laughs> we like, were, funerals and tennis, yeah. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, seriously, like, well, because, you know, we grew up, like, we didn't have a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just in a one-bedroom apartment, had, like, one television, mm-hmm. and uh, tennis would play, like, on Saturday mornings mm-hmm. when I wanted to watch, like, Animaniacs and, yeah. like, you know. Power fucking, Rangers. Yeah, yeah, all that shit, <laughs> Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. Um, and my dad would just commandeer the TV and watch 
tennis and it, it tennis to a child uh-huh. is so fucking long uh-huh. like because i feel like okay so when it, they they got to do this and they win it's like okay no 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 he's got to get this set and then they got to <laughs> like, do but that he won the game he but did it's that. not he didn't yeah, win yeah. the no, whole he's got to do that six more times <laughs> okay and then they went no 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 no. then he's got to do that three more times and i'm like i will fucking throw my head in the garbage disposal and turn it on I hate this sport. And they and just he keep would, playing the same point over yeah, and over. over and, and, and then like, you get tie breaks. Tie breaks. And oh, yeah. I was like, this is a great match. I'm like, I fucking hate it. But then he would also <laughs> take me out and play tennis. Okay. So I hated that too. I didn't enjoy that either. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to play baseball. Like I wanted to play baseball. But my parents got split up when I was young. So like that, it just didn't work out like that. They were like, whatever you do, don't let him play baseball. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You um, get to keep him, but don't let him touch yeah, a baseball don't, don't bat. Touch a baseball. Um, I watch Sandlot. He'll die. <laughs> I always say tennis and stand-up are very similar in that, like, you're out there all alone. Yeah. And you're performing. And you're volleying. And you're my hope, hopefully that you're given and they're giving back. Yeah, because stand-up is so more of a two-way experience. When I first was watching stand-up, I remember the comedians would just be, like, obsessed with the crowd. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, oh, it's a good crowd. It's a bad crowd. It's a mm-hmm. stupid crowd. It was a witty crowd. Mm-hmm. And I was like, some people just want to watch, you know? That was like me <laughs> Well, they need to get ago. the fuck out. <laughs> I'm here to tell you right now. If you're just coming here just to watch, no laughter, nothing, you listening? <laughs> you only listening? There are two types of people. I think some that get frustrated and go, fuck, this is not what I'm meant to do. Yeah. And some will get frustrated and go, ooh, I can't wait till I can, like, get over this hump. Right, right, exactly. And some people, like, will use it. Some people, their drive is like showing off or like getting a, a like an form, ego thing, an ego thing, or getting like a form of payback that doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, oh, I'll show you. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. Oh, you going? You going? Oh, you're you're just be like hard. pacing in your apartment, like yeah. when Steve sees yeah, yeah. what when I do I, on oh, this stage. When Steve sees what the fuck I do, when he sees these applause breaks, nigga ain't gonna know what hit him. It's going to be so fucking Meanwhile, hot. Steve's just like passed out, yeah. worried about his own yeah, shit. Steve, Steve doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, Steve don't give Do a fuck. Do shit for you. Steve, yeah, Steve, Steve ain't got no health care. <laughs> He's got big problems, yo. Steve got a lump in his leg, and he ain't worried about your fucking dreams. <laughs> Steve's like, what the fuck is this lump? I'm just have to have to rub some Vicks Vapor Rub on my lump and hope that shit get taken care of. I ain't got. I ain't seen a doctor since I was six years old. I ain't seen a doctor <laughs> since yeah, I wore Spider-Man keep... pajamas, yo. Why My is life this kid is harsh. Keep posting on his Instagram <laughs> yeah. about his stand-up routine. Right. <laughs> I, the lump has multiplied three times since he's posted. <laughs> yeah. And I'm hashtag. Just... <laughs> I know you watching, Steve. <laughs> no, but it's true. You have to make sure that your fire is coming from like a good place. From you. Yeah. You, oh yeah. You gotta stoke your fire. You do. <laughs> yeah. Jerk off all the time. Yeah, no, but there are fire. a lot of people. I think. I think I waited to get into stand up to make sure. Yeah. That I was doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Because I, I was in comedy and I had people who I was like, if I get into this business, mm-hmm. I need a. I'm not doing it for like, hey, look at me, I can right. talk on stage. I want to do it to do it. Yeah. And um, I think that's Im- that's important. Who'd you like growing up? I I love Chelsea Handler. Mm-hmm. I liked. Amy Schumer. Yep. Um, I loved Chris Rock. There you go. Um, <laughs> don't love me. I love Cat Williams. <laughs> Who doesn't like Cat Williams? Yo, here's the thing. People like. He's so good. Yo, people try to like downplay Cat Williams. Okay, he's crazy. Like, he's he crazy. He did get beat up by like an eight year old or something. Okay, look. 
He lost second round TKO to a to an eighth grader over a soccer ball. All right, it was it was it was a hard fought UFC match on a playground. <laughs> Yo, Winner got you milk and cookies. <laughs> Hold up, nigga. Hold up. Hold up. Goddamn. Why you choking me? You are too goddamn strong to be 7, 11 years old. You cannot be out here kicking soccer balls and kicking niggas' asses. Where's your mom? <laughs> Where's your motherfucking mama? Somebody call this boy's mama. Pimp down. I'm hurting. When Cat Williams said every day I'm hustling, <laughs> yeah, hustling, hustling. Hustle. You I just thought... walk into the goddamn McDonald's. <laughs> I was de- also yeah. I was too young to be watching that shit, but I was like on Comedy Central, just Cat Williams on repeat. <laughs> Cat Williams is great because he has that whole pimp persona, but he also mm-hmm. like talks real shit. Like he oh, has yeah. like the goofy stuff in there, but like he like literally will have perspective on stage about like politics and mm-hmm. like you know social economic status and race and everything. And it's like people just forget because he's in a shiny green suit. Like <laughs> yo, his, this dude and his like, hair is like yeah. Whatever pimp hair that yeah, is yeah. called, he got the perm. He got the, the perm. perm. He got the perm. But he, he yeah. looked kind of good. I don't know. <laughs> I also loved. I loved Sarah Silverman. Yeah, Because I felt like she was just larger than life, or she is larger than life. Sarah Silverman gave me. A, I've never smoked weed before, but Sarah Silverman gave me a pre roll uh, a couple of months back. I have it in a bag yet. <laughs> oh, so you, you just ran? You it, took it and ran? It's, it's, no, well, she was. Oh, just it was like, like a present. Well, we were just sitting at the cellar table, and uh, she was. We were. I don't know. She was brought up like the weed she had from California uh-huh. and she was like these are so great and blah blah and like <laughs> pulled out two of them she was like you guys want one and I was like I never smoked before but I'll take one she was like alright here you go and I just like it's still at my house you framed it it's just I need to frame it it's take just in that, a baggie Steve. Yeah. take that <laughs> ooh and Steve see who I ooh and Steve find out who I got this blunt from Steve don't even know this Jay was blessed by the gods it's a Sarah Silverman joint I also, I also read. I was like, I read Chelsea Handler's biography, Mindy Kaling. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Sarah Silverman's. I liked that like boss girl type thing right, who like right. she was killing it in comedy, but she also had a TV show she was working on. She had a book. Right. There was something all encompassing about these women who like you can put your finger on what made them so great, but they were just you couldn't stop watching them. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just true talent. Mark a true talent. It's that X factor. Yeah, and then being able to like you know, leapfrog it into something else. Who did you like watching growing up when uh, your dad wasn't playing, watching tennis? Well, my dad was the first one who showed me stand up. He asked me, um, he was like, have you seen Richard Pryor, uh, stand up and Eddie Murphy stand up? Mm-hmm. And at the time I was nine. So I was like, no, all I I've love watched. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. All, all I had watched up to voices. that point. Well, yeah. Eddie's great at voices, but like at nine years old, the only thing I had watched up until that point was fucking Animaniacs and tennis. <laughs> so, <laughs> So we were in the car. Actually put it together. It's yeah. just like stand up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we were in the car and like we drove to a, a Blockbuster, which was a um, rental, uh, video rental service. Mm-hmm. Um, in Vental. The, uh, Vental. It's video <laughs> rental service, you know, in the 90s, uh, you know, for anybody that doesn't know what that is. Um, and yeah, we went and got Richard Pryor live in concert, Eddie Murphy Delirious. And those were the first two specials I watched at nine years old. And they were great. I mean, I, they, they still hold up to this day. Mm-hmm. I mean, well. You might not be able to do Eddie Murphy <laughs> delirious to this day. Like, you know, with woke culture and PC, mm-hmm. we're, we're much more like accepting, mm-hmm. you know, world now in, in some facets. Uh, but yeah, those were the first ones I watched. And then I just like took to it. I just took to stand up. I didn't realize I was being like a comedy nerd. Um, 
but I would watch Comedy Central Presents back when they showed stand up all day, mm -hmm. uh, Comic View, um, all the HBO specials that they had. Mm -hmm. Like those were the main outlets for for stand up back then. Like aside, like you know, before Netflix and all that came along. I feel like I put it on such a pedestal where I was like fascinated by these magicians who, with their words, yeah. could like twist and and right. come up with different things. And then as I just was like writing more and more and just like committing to it more i was like wait a second mm -hmm. i can do this if i really want to <clears throat> right because like for me i um i used to just like be funny on the bus and shit like, that's where it has to start yeah like. like i didn't have a driver's license all through high school i rode the bus all through high school <laughs> and um i was just like clown in the back of the bus and you know, my friends were like, you should try stand up. And I was like, what? Because I was naturally shy. Like, I was always like a shy kid. Mm -hmm. um, but when you got people going, you knew how to like. Yeah, I mean, I had fun momentum. with them. So it was like, that's how like I kind of let out of my shell. Mm -hmm. So when they told me I should try stand up, I went and like, I started writing stuff down in like a notebook thinking like, oh, I'll turn this into like a funny book. Um, Damon Wayans had a book called Bootleg at the time. And it was mm -hmm. basically like his stand up, but in a book form. And it was fucking hilarious. Uh, so I thought I would do one of those, but as I was writing it, I was like, "Oh, this just, this just isn't." It's performative. Yeah, it just isn't coming. Isn't out it interesting the, way I the moment it that be. you you like idolize something and then go, "I want to throw myself in the ring." Yeah, because a lot of people never do that. Yeah, just because they're not meant to or don't want to. Right. We had a place called the Greensboro Comedy Zone mm -hmm. in North Carolina, and. Uh, they would run an open mic the first two Thursdays of every month. And I told my mom I wanted to try stand up and me telling her that it was like such a like curveball to her because I wasn't at home like joking around all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said, I was like pretty like, shy. You've been crying spoken. in your room right. and just talking yeah. about Steve <laughs> yeah. for three yeah. weeks. <laughs> Steve! What am I going to do to get back at Steve? I have to find a way. Like, when I told her I wanted to do stand-up, she went and looked at... My mom was all about initiative growing up. That was, like, a word she used to say all the time. You need to take initiative. You need to take initiative. And I used to fucking... Parents love having, yo, like, a theme. <laughs> I used to hate that word so much. I'd be I like, hate tennis and initiative. Tennis and initiative, yo. <laughs> but, like, she, um, she went and looked up, like where you could perform mm -hmm. like she looked it up online called me she was like all right i found you a got place a momager. yo she was like i found a place it's called the greensboro comedy zone they run an open mic first through thursday every month when are you available i was like <laughs> I was you like, check your kids yeah schedule. seriously <laughs> she was like she was like all right they got one in july you ready i was like well i can't do the first week i'm out of town she was like all right well the second week you 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 gotta go i was like all right and she was like you have to bring five friends i didn't know what a bringer was at the time uh -huh. but that's what they were running they were like yeah you have to bring five friends to get on stage can you bring five friends i was like yeah i'm in high school like i you know yeah and sure enough fucking did it my mom showed up my english teacher showed <gasps> up like a few friends one of their parents yeah how'd it go it was dope it was dope like and we and that open mic it would be like a hundred or so people there what? like like actual audience members like oh, so it was like a thing in it the was town. it was basically like a show like mm -hmm. you're basically performing on a show um and because also the host there uh this guy named chris he was a he was like the local celebrity of the club mm. so like people came to like the weekend shows to see him and he also ran the mic so people would come to the mic to see him Very cool. so like it kind of had like a built-in audience so yeah, that was my first mic in front of like a hundred some odd people, and I was scared shitless, dude. I went second. 
I was so fucking nervous. Um, but it worked out. It worked out. And I, you know, became house MC from there and then, you know, won a couple competitions around and finally, you know, eventually left like after like seven years, you know, cause I, I got my college degree and everything mm-hmm. down there, but. And then you moved to New York city. Yeah. Yeah. Five years ago. And how are you liking it? I mean, it's dope. It's definitely the best career move I could have made. Yeah, it's either here or LA. I like that you kind of like conquered your region Mm -hmm. before you were like, let's go. Because you came here with some confidence. Yeah, yeah. I came here with a little confidence. But then like when you move, like you have to start all over. Mm. Like it's back to... Because comedy is such a community thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like back to open mics in front. And New York open mics are totally different than... North Carolina. You didn't have your mom being like, "Yes, Jordan." No, not at all. You're doing great. No, no Hercules, Hercules (laughs) for me. It was, it was literally. I mean, because you know we had audiences back home, but then you move here and it's just all, it's just straight comics. It's Mm -hmm. just all comics in the audience. Forty comics pissed off, not wanting to be there. You know, wishing they could be on shows and shit. Mm -hmm. Everybody, and then like two minutes, two minutes of stage time. So you're just telling you know one or two quick jokes, and then you're out. Wow. Do you feel like the humor at all was kind of different when you went from North Carolina to New York? Yeah, because New York makes you realize what's not funny. Mm. You know, like there's stuff that would work in North Carolina and then you come here and then you try it out and it's like, eh, Mm -hmm. no, that's that ain't that ain't it. Well, it's good. It's pushing you. Yeah, it pushes you. It, it's, Cut the it's, fat. Yeah, it's an iron sharpens iron type environment, Yeah, which is what you need. Like, New Yorkers tell it like it is. When it's funny, yeah. they'll tell you it's funny. For real. <laughs> and when it's not, they'll tell you Yeah, but funny. that's the best part of moving here. It like, makes you a sharper comedian mm-hmm. and like you know pushes you to become a better you, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I was looking for. Because I, I almost moved to L.A. first. Yeah. I almost did that move, but Dave Chappelle... Um, when he came, when he like came back from his like hiatus and everything, uh-huh. he stopped through North Carolina and did a show in Winston Salem. And Dave's like the dude I look up to. Actually, he's one of my favorites yeah, too. Yeah, he's incredible. So like he came uh, across the street to the bar we were hanging out at, and um, you know I talked to him. I was like, "Yo, I've been doing comedy at this point like six years." Was he, like smoking in the bar? No, he was smoking outside. <laughs> he was smoking outside. He was like, "What's up, man?" Um, but uh, he. Uh, I was like, I've been doing comedy for like six years at this point, and um, I'm thinking about moving to New York or L.A. Um, I was like, what would, what would you say? He's like, I moved to New York. He's like, that's where I started. That's a, it's a great comedy city. You can do a lot of sets, a lot of stage time. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a dope city to live in, yada, yada. And I was like, all right, well, that's the move then. Because, like, that's the person I looked up to. So I was like, that's where I'll go to. And you can always go to L.A. I feel like L.A. is, like, when you're doing successful projects. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Now, now at this point in my career, like, I feel like I need to go spend some time in L.A. to, like, get things off the ground that I've been working on. Like, the ideas that I have. Because it sounds like you've, you're kind of have a stable, consistent, like, stage time in New York City. Yeah. And you might want to start building in some other areas. Yeah, there's other stuff I want to do. You know, I've been auditioning. Like, you know, we're in pilot season right now. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm trying to get some screen time. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, you know, a script for a pilot I just wrote myself. So, cool. like, I'm trying to, you know, get that out there. You know, I'm just, you know, trying to be that multi-hyphenate. Hell yeah, I like when you use that word. It makes mm-hmm. you sound very smart. Oh, thank um, you. I, <laughs> I also want to rewind to how we met. We mm-hmm. met... <laughs> Yes. So you guys might know Luke from Summer House. He loves acting. And he asked me to go to one of his acting classes. Because I mentioned, like, I do love acting, yeah. but I haven't gone to any classes before. Right. And he was like, I have a class tonight. So I get there, and I'm just trying to chill. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to get involved. Yeah, I, th- I thought you were, like, not even going to act. I was not trying I to get involved. I thought you were, like, Luke's girl that just came along for the ride. I was like, let me see what my boyfriend's die. Let me support his stupid <laughs> fucking dreams. 
So you can go show Steve or whoever Steve is. Who's this Steve? Luke, by the way, who is Steve? Why are you so hung up on Steve? What is it, are baby? You cheating on me, baby? With Steve? What's going on, with Steve? Do you think Steve is hot or <laughs> yeah. something? You know, I love you, right? What does Steve I, I'll, have I'll that support, I don't have? I'll support whatever it is, but you need to drive you. I'm here for you. Don't worry about Steve. At least do it for me, not yeah. for Steve. Focus on us. It's always about us. It's not. It's not about them. It's about us. You went up and you were great. Thank you. And then at the end, I just remember like, he. I think. He, um, my boy toy approached you mm-hmm. and you mentioned you were in comedy and yeah. I had like just started doing yeah. stand up, and I was like fast. I was like, wait, you do comedy. What do you do in comedy? Mm-hmm. And then we found out that you are good friends with, you worked with. Yeah. I'm, I'm buddies with Ian. You're buddies with Ian Gelfand who's been on the podcast. You guys heard the episode. He's the showrunner of summer house talks about how he discovered Cardi B and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's fascinated. So then I told Ian that I met you, and Ian gets so excited. Yeah. When his like we we basically both texted because like as soon as <laughs> I left class after talking to you, uh-huh. I texted Ian. I was like, "Hey, I just met uh, your friend Hannah," and he was uh-huh. like, oh, "She's great." <laughs> I like, Everybody does an Ian impression. Ah, oh, she's the Ian's best. Like, oh, she thinks she's funny, but she's, she's not very funny. Yeah, she, uh, she'll get there. It, it, it takes time. But. You know, I, I don't want it. You know. <laughs> but yeah, Ian. Ian. Uh, you know he. Gave you a job with Summer House. Yep. And Ian gave me my first writing job uh, for 50 Central. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, Ian gave me my first taste of, like, actual money in yeah. comedy. Like, I mean, I had made, like, show money before as, like, performing. Yeah. But, like. Sustainable f- stuff. Financial stability. Like, Ian Gelfin put me in a position where I was, So, the like, way you get successful is make friends with Ian Gelfin. Right, yes. <laughs> when, he, when he, like, likes you, yeah. he'll do anything for you. Yeah. He's the most generous, open... He's a great dude. I've never met a boss who was so, like, open to just... I don't know. I feel like so many he bosses... He builds true relationships yeah, with the people like he Yeah, like, they have with. to have this ego a lot of the time, and he has zero ego. He just wants everyone to be happy yeah exactly isn't that what we all want (laughs) yeah at the end of the day but yeah ian's great i was just with him uh at the end of 2019 yeah i was out there in la with him um working on a show that he's working on now Mm -hmm. and uh it's great i mean i I love hanging out with ian it's and you want to surround yourself with other people who have that like positive energy of like creating Mm -hmm. and rooting for other people not just hating on steve yeah (laughs) um do you ever deal with anxiety in your career anxiety um mm. yeah i guess so i like that i like asking dudes this because a lot of times they're like wait a sec what's exciting i feel like <laughs> <laughs> no like i think i think uh yeah there's there's always going to be a little seed of anxiety when you're not where you want to be mm. um i've had success in my career i've been fortunate enough to you know write for shows like 50 central and i performed on the tonight show i've written for the tonight show but it's like i know there's things that i want to do i want to act on you know a show Mm -hmm. i want to be you know a series regular on something i want to be uh touring um you know consistently with stand-up and building a new hour and everything so those are things that you try to make sure it's managed and it doesn't become anxiety. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure it's something that it's like, oh, the, these are the things I'm passionate about and not get too hung up on them because, you know, that's when it starts to cripple yourself. It reminds me of what you said earlier where it's <clears throat> like you have to make sure that, like, the direction is healthy as in, like, that the anxiety is pushing you in the right, right. way. Yeah, yeah. I try not to let it, like, get to me too much because, like, I mean, right now the drive for me is, like, 
you know, I do want to land a role on something. Like, that's just my goal. Yeah. That's just the goal it's that so I have right now. That it's so different than stand-up, though. It's so different than stand-up. Because stand-up, you're like, I want to work. Oh, my God, auditioning sucks. Yeah. Because stand-up, you're like, I want to work on this joke. I'm going to do it tonight. You just right. find a place to go yeah. find a mic. Where, like, you have to, someone else has to make a decision to let you have mm-hmm. a role. Yeah, is, exactly. Oh, that gives yeah. me anxiety, the lack do of control. let this guy <laughs> have some money? <laughs> Do we want to let him not kill himself? Hmm, I wonder, can he say the lines and pretend to be someone he's not? No, it's, it's probably like the littlest things too. It's the little, about. it's the smallest like, things. I don't love the shape of his eyes. That's literally what it is. It's I feel like, like he's he's the too nice guy vibe. I want more anger in his eyes. His right side of his face isn't quite... In line with the left side. <laughs> oh, I see that too. Yeah, terrible, terrible. Terrible, uneven-faced motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, let him wallow in self-pity. Let him go back to his stupid apartment where he hears other people fucking through the walls <laughs> while the boyfriend rolls off her and goes pick up his acoustic guitar. No! I hate that. Oh, I hate that. When he tries to play Neon by John Mayer, he'll never make it. He'll never play Neon by John Mayer. His fingers do not have the right dexterity. That's why his girlfriend didn't come. He doesn't have good girlfriend fingers nor guitar fingers. He should just cut off his fucking fingers. Don't you hate when they don't even look up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like she's not gonna make it. Just don't even look at her in the you eyes. You see your feet, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't." I don't. They're like, "What are yeah. you doing in that paper? That's yeah. so important." They just look down. Thank you for coming in. <laughs> I've gone in there, and they haven't even turned the camera on before. I'm like, "Hey, you might want to turn that." Then like, "No, no, no, we're good." Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like, you should turn the camera. I was like, "No, no." Oh Nobody's saying this. They're like, we're asking for a Ryan Gosling type. Yeah, this li- <laughs> dude, it's so cra- it's so crazy to go in I like auditioning. They say type. Yeah, it's types, and then you go in and you see various versions of yourself, the alternate oh universe versions of yourself. Ian once made fun of me because I was like joking about Summer House, and he goes, "Don't worry, um, I don't need you. I'll just get another Hannah Burner type." And I was yeah. like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I am a unique yeah. individual. They don't exist. <laughs> I'm the only one." <laughs> Someone who got fucked up by tennis <laughs> and has these highlights? Right. No, I don't think so. I'm a precious flower. <laughs> Only I can bring this type of drama to Summer House. <laughs> Only I can give good side eye. <laughs> Only I can drink fireball and pee in a hot tub the way I pee in a hot tub. <laughs> Burner Phone is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. I loved acting and being Mm -hmm. funny, but I never was like, oh, there's a career in this. Right, yeah. Like, I was the class clown, but I never thought that I could get money from it. Yeah. But you were smart to, like, understand it as a... 
yeah i mean after watching it so much like i was like oh that's what that person does Mm -hmm. for their job Mm -hmm. i was like all right well it takes confidence to think that you could just be that person yeah what are you insecure about physically physically the left side of your face and the right side side because that shit came out (laughs) (laughs) it used to be okay it used to be my teeth Uh i used to have um like gap teeth really yeah my parents like wouldn't get me braces <laughs> as a kid god damn like I, that used to like drive me up a wall like you put a nickel in between your teeth yeah you put a whole fucking bankroll between my teeth <laughs> with a whole bank of america sometimes that shit's cute no nah, it wasn't cute <laughs> it wasn't cute i can tell you from being a virgin for 22 years it wasn't cute <laughs> i have confirmation from my entire high school and college I got a whole degree before I got one credit of pussy. I'm going to tell you right now, it wasn't cute. Oh <laughs> Wait, now you have to tell me, how did you lose your virginity? Um, uh, I lost it to uh, somebody that was like six years older than me, uh-huh. I think. In New York City? No, 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 no. In, in North Carolina. I was like, watch, watch out for that. Yeah, She's yeah. like, okay, who's yeah, next? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> come on in. Next appointment. Get it in here. No talking and no kissing. No eye contact. Don't look at me. Look at the wall. Look at the wall. I'm not touching your balls. I'm not touching your balls. I'm going to lay here. <laughs> was it everything you wanted it to be and more? Uh, it was. It was The first time it was like, all right, I'm, I'm fucking up. <laughs> like, like I knew Were I was you, fucking like, up. wanting to lose it really bad. Oh, dude, of course. I feel like, like it's because you're shy, though. It's not. Cause it was you were no. Ugly. It was no. It was. It was. It was. A, there were multiple factors. <laughs> there were multiple factors. I was shy. I didn't have the confidence I needed yet, and okay. everything. And it was. It was. It was but whole, you're confident enough to go on stage in front of hundreds of people, but you're not confident enough to stick your erection into a vagina. At that time, I wasn't. <laughs> at that time, I wasn't. There were there were other factors. So like I I had you know like you know acne and bad mm-hmm. and and. and spaced out teeth and shit mm-hmm. and it was just it was just i was just very in my head about yeah things. you weren't feeling yourself yeah i just wasn't feeling myself yet but eventually it happened um and you know me and that person are still good friends or whatever That's but nice. um yeah but uh you were now- waiting for the right one <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah so the thing i i'd say uh teeth was the thing and now for me i've always had like kind of like problem skin so like i just like try to manage that as best I can. Why do you, do you, have you ever realized like the root of it? Is it, ex, is it stress? Is it like an eating? Is it a combination um, of a lot of things? I think it's like, I think it's hereditary. My mom had um, problem skin. Mm-hmm. So like I, I just inherited, my dad's got good skin. My dad's like never, like I've. You know who been, also has good skin? Yeah. Steve. Fucking Steve. <laughs> I tell you what, Steve. Once I do these Aztec healing clay masks, I'm going to do these Aztec healing clay masks. I've been looking up Korean skincare products, sheet masks. I'm gonna do some microdermabrasions. I'm gonna get a good facial there, a little spotty. And the glow is coming for you, Steve. I just envision you every day repeating jokes with a mask on in bed and cucumbers. A, a, a black sheet mask. Dog, I, I be looking up skincare too. I, I take care of my skin. I try to take care of my skin uh-huh. pretty well. And uh-huh. I got like a whole supplement routine. When I was, Look at you. Know, I just, I try to keep it good. Cause I'm trying to get on TV. Yeah, I know. Trying to get on TV. Yo. Yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want my only role to be bef- the before <laughs> picture of proactive commercial. Have you ever used proactive? 
I, I did, did, but it's it's just not good. My, like I think that shit just zaps your skin, like dries the yeah, shit. Yeah, dries out of the it. shit. It's too it's it's too much of a stringent. I have to have like like natural skincare products. I have so you sensitive have, did skin. you do Accutane ever? No, I've never done Accutane. What I found out is good is a thing called um well I what is it pantothenic acid? It's vitamin B five. Okay. You take B five. It's basically like the same thing as Accutane. Like wow. it helps like just knock out cystic acne. Because I have friends who've done Accutane. It like fucks them up in terms of like they can't have children or something. Yeah. But <laughs> I skin no looks amazing. Hey yo, I look good as fuck. You want to fuck me? But we ain't producing <laughs> no shit. All right. This thing's dried up. This thing's dried up. <laughs> You ain't gonna find no water in here like Mars. <laughs> we got no acne and no future children. Yeah. I'm just that might be a rumor I'm spreading. I didn't, I don't know about Accutane. Yeah. Um. What about emotionally? What's your biggest insecurity or personality wise? Ooh. Um. I think, uh, fear of confrontation. <gasps> I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. Fear of confrontation. I've since gone to like therapy to help like figure out those things like certain situations that yeah because like my my parents uh got split up when i was young mm-hmm. so like and i saw like a lot of arguments in the household and mm-hmm. things like that so it's like my brain was just wired to think like any type of like confrontation would blow up into like a, a fight a, a, like a yelling match yeah so it's like i would just like just i don't like people getting mad at me basically i don't yeah. like when people get mad at me and um i don't like making people upset i try to be nice generally mm-hmm. and you know help and make sure like i don't know i just i, I just don't like getting on people's back you're, you're inevitably gonna have situations in life that you have to confront things exactly and yeah. i've learned <clears throat> that since and that's you know that's something like i had to take time to work on and things like that so yeah i worked on it by just throwing myself into a television uh, right, reality show. <laughs> television show where everybody yells at each other who fucking <laughs> pissed in the hot tub <laughs> and you're like looking Me. at you're doing the camera the the, <laughs> the office the office the the talking head thing i wouldn't know who pissed in the hot tub that's not i me. don't want to name names amanda but, <laughs> yeah. but i don't know who did it amanda um somebody drank my last white claw <laughs> they drank it it was mine it was special and they drank it and they digested it and they pissed my white claw all in the hot tub but i've herpes so who knows <laughs> i think ultimately too like People in the house would get mad at me because I was too jokey. Really? Like, because I would be just joking all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, because if I'm not joking, I'm crying or I'm upset. And that's how I deal with confrontation is through laughter. Yeah. Because also I'm the kind of person that, like, if you actually get me upset with you, Mm -hmm. we're never talking again. Oh, yeah. Like, it's done. Like, we've... Even, like... Not, like, little things. It takes me a lot to get angry. But if you ever get me to that point, it's only happened, like, twice in my life. Is it a thing of grudge holding or is it a thing of you crossed me and it's like you did something actually bad? Yeah. And it's like... It's that and grudge holding. Okay. Like, if someone does something fucked up, I'll never forget it Mm. and I'll never be the same with you. Whoa. Because I'm, I'm in the mafia. <laughs> we never forget. Yeah, it's never going to be the same between us. You take your but fucking two happens. shoes and you walk out into the sunset. But I guess I'm like you, but it's weird because my parents rarely fought. Mm-hmm. So I guess I was scared of fighting because it was like a thing that I knew other people did. Oh, really? It was a scary thing. I That's did. like the fear I have with bees. Like, <laughs> like, like where it's like at a certain age, like I had never been stung by bees. But I'd seen kids get stung by bees at summer camp, and they would be like rolled off into a stretcher and then like dumped down a hill into a pile of bodies. Yeah, yeah. You just see the pile of bee bodies. Like, so you're like yeah. insanely yeah, scared of like, bees. <laughs> it's gonna happen. And they're like, "Are you 
allergic or you're like, I don't no, think so. I don't think so at all. But I just know they're out there. But yeah, I hate when people are mad at me or mm-hmm. think I'm like not a good person or that. So I was scared of all of that. But then I realized confrontation actually helps people like you can get better relationships from it. Yeah. But I'm like, I, f- I feel like I'm either happy or jokey. But if you get me turned, it's like, then we're not cool. Right. Like, because I can be cool with most shit. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm generally cool with most people. It's like, there's some people where it's just like, <laughs> they they just want to start shit with you yeah. and it's just like what 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 is this? so i would that's what i do in the show like I'd, I'd like push a lot of shit off and then they started to come at me like you never like address your shit or you always change the conversation and i'm mm-hmm. like what do you want from me because if i actually fight with you i'm gonna hate you yeah yeah have like, you ever you really been in like a fist fight no me neither it's again it's like the beat <laughs> yeah dude i've never been in a fist. somebody i remember one time I, want to. I remember one time i was a kid somebody slapped me across the face i was like well that's your opinion you know <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad you got out how you feel, but I'm going to go over here. You're like, is your hand okay? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go talk to Janice. I'm going to go talk to Janice over here. I actually, but it's funny because I'm like a lot of talk, though. Yeah. Like, I'll be with my friends. I'll be like, if this motherfucker says one oh, more thing about me, I will fuck their shit up. And then I'll see them and they'll be like, hey, hey, I like your um, outfit. And I'll mm. be like, thanks. Hey, right, right. Yeah. You got the chihuahua syndrome. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm so much. Yeah. I'm a New Yorker. Like, shit talking is what yeah. I do. The rest, I don't know about. I would never. I, would, I was just with a friend this weekend. And he was like, he was like, yo, y'all ever have like so much energy? Like you just feel like you need to fight somebody. I was like, no, no. Take that energy to therapy, dog. He goes, you ever feel like you just want to rob an old lady? <laughs> yeah, you ever, you ever just feel like you want to fight You're somebody? Like, I was like, no. Jeremy, go to therapy. Yeah, Like we were walking like right after he said that we were walking and somebody was like spray painting the side of a building or whatever. And uh, he and my friend that said that shit, he was like, yo, I can't read it. And like. Like the guy was like turned around, he was like, I don't give a fuck if you can read it. And I was like, Oh, oh shit. And I was like, I was like, I, I got grabbed him because I was like, hey man, stop fucking talking to people. What's wrong with you? I was like, what what, what, what it's all like that, that negative energy. Yeah, all that all that shit that you were talking about, like <laughs> I need to fight somebody, like don't do it don't around me. Don't project it on the graffiti artist yeah. doing his love of his yeah. work. God damn. I, I just don't I just don't I don't No, I'm not but I kinda I'm like fit. Mm. I also think cause I'm fit, like Girls haven't really fucked with me ever because yeah. I'm always like the strongest in the room. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not that big. I'm like five seven, but like I'm solid muscle. Right, right. So I always want one day to be able to punch someone, like yeah. for someone else. I want to be able to be like, what'd you say to that Do person? Do you have a good punch? Yeah. I box. Yeah. Oh, shit. You like, box. I'll fuck shit. Like, I'm always uh, physically ready to, like, for an apocalypse. Oh, but, like, shit. if someone, like, says shit to me, I'm like, what are you projecting onto me that you actually, mm-hmm. like, have to deal with yourself? Because also at the end of the day, for me to get really mad at someone, I have to overcome my empathy of just being like, you're upset with yourself. You're mm. projecting out of me. That's how I get yeah. past most shit. Yeah. That's mo- most, most of the times it's their own shit. Yeah. I mean, they even just want to take it out on somebody. Instagram, social media. Every time someone says something mean to me, I was like, you hate your dad. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, or I remind you of your cousin. That's a bitch. Like, right. I get it. It's yeah. not my fault. The internet just lets people just say whatever the fuck they want no it just throw it out there you see this wide range and that's why i think you can't take everything seriously and like but it's like you know when you naturally just like someone or don't just from their face just their energy you kind of have a preconceived even the stand-up when someone comes on stage you already know i kind of like them or i don't (laughs) do you like interact with those comments a lot i i rarely do yeah. I, I don't actually. Uh, Carl Radke's on the show will like retweet all the negative comments, but it gets yeah. to the point where I'm like, okay, you're just putting fire to it. Right. Like some people think it's funny, but it's like, I just feel like put the energy towards the positives. Like I'll respond to anything I see that's positive because it's like you took time out of your day to like 
send a stranger a nice note. Yeah. So I'll be like, thank you. I love you. Throw a lot of love views out there. Mm -hmm. I think it's important. Right. But with the negatives, I'm just like, if you don't put the energy towards it, it won't grow. Yeah. You can't give those people attention because that's what they want. They just want your attention. Exactly. They just want to feel seen. And that's ultimately why they're saying shit. Yeah. So I don't, I don't feed into it. Even like with stand up or comedy or a podcast, I go on where there's comments. It's like, what I'm talking about is experiences. And if it hit you the wrong way, like, that's not my fault. Yeah, you're smart. You're I just, that's how I try it. You're smart not to do it. Like, because <laughs> also, it's like, sometimes it's like, just don't even, I don't even like go to the comment sections a lot of times. Cause that's like, smarter, some would say. <clears throat> yeah, because it's like, there's no point. You know what you did. Mm-hmm. And you can feel good about it. Yep. And then. A couple comments shouldn't be able to sway, like, how you felt about it. It's funny, yourself. like, comedians, like, we, we're always looking for that extra bit of validation. Yeah. Because you can go up there, have a good set. Yeah. You got the validation. <laughs> they laughed. They laughed. They did it. You got, you got what you came for. Uh-huh. And then the video goes on YouTube. And then you go look again at the yeah. comments. Are the people laughing at the people laughing? <laughs> <laughs> what they think about the people that laughing when I said that? Because those people liked it, but what about everybody else? And then, and then you go on there. He was good, but, you know, his delivery could be a little better. <laughs> then another problem. Bitch, what you know about delivery? Everybody here, goddamn expert. Yo, I think he gay, though. <laughs> he don't even have nothing to do with the comedy. It's just coming. Yo, I think he gay, though. Hit me up if you gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that audience was trash. They was laughing. They a dumbass audience. Bitch ass, old thinking they funny head ass, old trying to impress Steve head ass. <laughs> I just also think of like, as me, my kind of person, I never go on and comment random shit online. So never, you just have I've to, never wanted so to comment. So just think shit. of the people commenting. Dude. What they're, they're just not your people. So what I'm just like, these aren't my like. people. This is like if a, if a other friend group in high school was like, we don't like you. It's like, yeah, I know you don't like yeah. me. We're different. We're cool. Dog, like. People, I don't understand the need to comment on. I really don't. It's I don't. to feel relevant. And go the, to a place that feels relevant and then act like they're above it by dissing them to feel like a little bit good about themselves. They're just like people who like leave uh, uh, reviews on Amazon. I need those people. Yeah. But like I also Keep am it like, up. Keep I'm also coming. like, why are you reviewing this? Sh- why are you taking the time to review this shit? It's also the kind of people that when the waiter comes and they're like, how is it? And there's not like a real issue to send yeah. it back, but they like to be like, you know, actually. And it's like, we don't need the back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bitch, it was a chicken cutlet. You know, last time I had this, was there this much sauce? Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> I just don't remember it being that much sauce. Oh, okay, well, we can fix it. No, 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 no. There's nothing to no, fix. There's nothing to fix. It's, it's too fine. Late. It's fine. It's, I, fine. Like, it's really good. I just don't. It's really good. I was just wondering. I was just wondering who's got the Parkinson's back job. there to pour extra sauce. On my cutlet. Are you guys down in the kitchen? This there is weird. Anyway, I've got to go leave. <laughs> I got to go leave an Amazon review. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm backlogged on Amazon reviews. I just bought a guitar tuner for my boyfriend. He's, um, he's an aspiring guitarist. It's a great tuner. It's a great tuner. Gets everything in tune. Still doesn't help with his fucking janky fingers that he can't make me come with. Um, but yes, I'm there to support him. What kind of people are leaving the like? <laughs> The nice reviews. It's like, are they even more psychotic? That you're taking time yeah. out of your day to be the Messiah, it's always to be Mother Teresa. People, people <laughs> always have these stories. It's the stories on the review. The same people who are writing the reviews that are like, "I bought this for my husband, and he wasn't gonna like." It. But I tell you what, he loved that. 
He is the grandfather. My husband lo- normally never the, likes this Those song. are the same people that are writing recipes <laughs> that are fucking longer than a goddamn J.R. Tolkien novel. That is just like, like, bitch, get to the shrimp scampi. I want to see the list. The just history. give me the grocery list. What's the oven got to be on? Don't talk about your kids. I don't give a fuck. What blogs are you on? Dude, have you never been on a rec- Oh, my God. You no, get on there. You're you like, you type in one. Google. You're like, shrimp scampi recipe. You click the one with the best photo. <laughs> yeah. But that bitch, she put so much she effort in that so photo. <laughs> she goes on this whole diatribe. She's like, okay, so my kids are usually a big handful. We all know what we're talking about. Right, ladies? Handful of kids. Anyway, so they're always super picky. They only eat chicken nuggies with ketchup. No honey mustard. That upsets Timmy. So I decide to do something different. Maybe they like shrimp. They got to expand their palate. They are eight after all. So I go and get a great Italian shrimp scampi recipe. My husband, he is just, oh, my goodness. He comes home. He's just so tired from work always. He just has a lot of deal, to deal with on his plate. His boss is a his real dick. boss is a real <laughs> asshole, and he's trying to move upward in the company. They promised him there would be upward movement in the company. And now he's there, and he's hungry. I'm laughing because like, it's so on point. It's just like, bitch. And next thing you know, you feel like you start caring about yeah. him. You're like, yo, is Kevin going to get this promotion? How are you? Why are you buying shrimp? I'm invested. Why now. are you buying shrimp? Yo, like you can't afford shrimp right now. Lisa, he hasn't moved up in the company. And your kids, they, they don't have an expanded palate. They're not ready for this. But can we get to it? Get to the ingredients list. Do I need to buy parsley? <laughs> my fucking, my family's the kind that like we never leave reviews or anything. And my brother, we went to this really great Italian restaurant. <laughs> and he's, he's eating. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating like a pork. <laughs> He's eating a pork chop, and <laughs> you know my brother. It's like this is one of those I like, can't get out. You know my brother. He's pretty like monotone, like kind of mm. stiff. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, that's interesting." And I'm like, "What's up?" And he goes, "I think there's a piece of glass." What? <laughs> he goes, "Piece of glass." And my mom was like, "The family, like, we're not. We're like, what do we do? Like, we should oh probably tell God. them because maybe there's other glass and someone could die." Like, and he's like, he keeps eating it, and I'm like, "Is it that?" He, he goes, ate? "It is really good, but like, there's some glass." <laughs> he's Yo, glass. he's just going. I go, imagine if you left. What would you leave for a Yelp review? And he'd be like, five stars. <laughs> it still tasted great despite <laughs> all the glass." <laughs> <laughs> and he finishes it and then like put the glass on the side he goes by the way there was some glass in this Yo. It. but it was fabulous what the fuck <laughs> so there's there's all different kinds of people that's a real man right there that he's is like, a real fucking like, man hey I just wanna let you know <laughs> hey between you and me I'm not gonna tell anybody else I'm not gonna tell anybody else but uh old Jeffrey back there in the kitchen little piece of glass in the pork chop you know, I like a good pork chop, good sear, little glass. Ruptured my vocal cords, <laughs> yeah. but the seasoning yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. I ever see that again? I'll take this piece of glass, slit his fucking throat. Anyway, it's a good pork chop. Five, Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Speaking of learning about people um, and the wide range of different people in this world, mm-hmm. um, I want to finish with a final game. Okay. I've been laughing too hard. Um, it is called Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. <laughs> Seven Deadly Sins. What are you greedy about? Maybe my time? That's know. possible. Yeah. Are you good with your time? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, sometimes I can get a little, a little late. I have my lazy days. That's important though. Yeah. Especially as an entrepreneur where like you never really turn off and you're working till like yeah. 2 a.m. sometimes. Yeah. Do you sleep in? Yeah, but that's because I like, I, like every night I stay up to like two. Yeah. Just because, you know, you're out doing spots and shit that's in what the you city. Have to do. So it's like after that, you know, you kind of have to wake up at 10. Mm-hmm. Now that I just turned 30 though, I can tell my body's already changing. Cause I'll go to sleep at two and then wake up at like seven oh, no. and then it feels like 10 and I'm like, what is happening? And I have to like force myself to go back to sleep. Like I remember when I was a kid, my parents would be like, <laughs> I'd be like, how was your weekend? And they'd be like, oh, it's great. We, you know, we slept in till nine. I'm like, you don't know what the fuck sleeping in is. Losers. Nine. I'm just, but then they, t- I'm fine with like, that's your shit. Don't take it out on me. Yeah. Like my grandpa is such, such a little asshole. He will like <laughs> wake everyone up at 8 a.m. Be like, we're starting the day. We're starting the day. But then he's napping in yeah. front of the baseball <laughs> game at ele- from 11 to day. 3, just sleeping. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sleeping. I'm listening. I'm listening to it. That's what they always say. That's he what Grandpa. wakes us up so he can hey, nap. That's what they always say. Hey, 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 put that back on. Put that back on. I, I wasn't um. I wasn't sleeping. I was, I was just listening to it. Oh, if you change it, they will perk they know. the fuck up. They know. I remember one time, because, like, like I said, my parents got divorced, when I was, so I would spend the weekend at my dad's, oh, and he yeah. would fall asleep watching tennis. Yeah. And, like, I would try to, like, get the remote. One time he was laying there on the couch, and, like, the remote was, like, wedged under him. And I was, like, standing above him, like, trying to figure out how to get it without waking him up. And, like, his eyes slowly open up, and he just goes, And like it was so like it was so jarring that I was like, I just looked I just looked at him puzzled. He's like, what did I have a kid? Yeah, and and I, and I thought he was kidding because we used to like just yeah. like playfully like kind of yeah. scare each other all the time. And, but then I knew he was serious when he went. Oh. I was like, what is wrong? He's like, you're you're gone five days out of the week, and now you're standing over me like a fucking ghost. I was like, I got scared. I was like, all right, he bro. legit forgot he had a he child. Forgot. He's like, Why does that yeah. young child yeah. look like I think the me? The bigger issue is. You forgot you had a son. Your only son. Your only son was standing right in front of you. I am just a boy standing in front of my father telling him that I want to spend time with him on the weekends. Oh, this just got real dark. Um, <laughs> no, I'd spend time with him on the weekends. I'm sorry. What movie was that? Who were you, who were you envious of? Mm, Donald Glover. Ooh, he's, he's he's doing it all, man. Yeah, like that's, I think I think that's a good person to look at to be like if you if you're aspiring to be somebody. He, he's, I also feel like he example. really loves his art. Yeah, like he's not in it for like any of the hoopla. Yeah, yeah. I've never said that shit. word before, but it hoopla. seemed appropriate. He makes his shit. Is is always good. Yeah, you know he's very talented. So creative. I saw him in I saw him in concert at Madison Square Garden. It was fucking dope. I like because he has like. The different names and stuff. Childish Gambino. Yeah, so I got confused. I thought they were different people. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so. That's a very white person. So in the black do. community, sometimes we rap. Rapping is an art form. It's kind of like poetry. I and didn't then we'll go by. We could do both. We'll go by a stage name. I thought it was just Drake. We'll go by alias. <laughs> and honestly, I think I just didn't think someone was capable of having such a wide range of skills. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's really insane. It's, it's incredible. And he's, I think he's one of those people too, the hyphenate, whatever mm, you said. hyphenate Yeah. He's <laughs> I'm going to let you fail this class, baby. I'm going to carry you along. Make I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, demotis. He's, he's one of them, um, them si- sil- what's the word? Syllables? Syllable words? He got them multi, mo- um, he got the dashes in his goddamn shit. 
He's he's this and that and every between each one of them there's I a goddamn line. It. I try. He's multi-line. He's multi-lineal. <laughs> Yo, stick a hyphen in it yeah. and figure that shit out. <laughs> what are you gluttonous about? Ooh. You seem like you have a lot of self-control. I do. So where where do you lose it? <laughs> do you have a food or a? I do have kind of a. I have a bit of a sweet tooth. Well, like most comics, I feel like they're all alcoholics no. or they're like you don't have any addictions. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Ladies, drink we have really. a catch on our hands. <laughs> yeah, this is a first on the podcast. Yeah. I don't drink really. I don't. I've never smoked. Uh, Do you find it's hard in the comedy community not drinking that much? Well, I guess there's a lot of sober ones. Mm-mm. No, because it's just one of those things where I just got so used to being like, I'm good. I'm good. That like at this point, it's just like I don't crave it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have like if I like if I have a drink of choice, it's old fashioned. Ooh. Yeah. Like Ooh, a good that's old cool. fashioned. Um, or or red. I feel like with me, I'm the same. I hate drinking. Yeah. But as a loud white girl, mm-hmm. like you're the person people go to when they're like, who right. wants a shot? Right, right. Hannah, yeah. are we getting wild? Yeah. Hannah, are we going to have a crazy time tonight? No, you want a fucking I shot. I want to make bad decisions with this fucking <laughs> shot. I'm always so fucking hungry at French tomorrow. And I'm just like, dude, like I know that I Why would he call me? <laughs> it always ends in crying. Always. Life is always like, guys, we're not going to care about anyone but ourselves tonight. Fuck dudes. And then it's just like, if Steve doesn't take you, fucking asshole. I'm going to go redownload Tinder. That's what I'm going to do. Like, he doesn't deserve me. Girl, he doesn't deserve you. He doesn't de- You're beautiful. You're beautiful. I love you. I love you. Come on. Let's just go to the bathroom. Let's just go to the bathroom. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get it. Out. Let, let's call an Uber. Let, you know what? In fact, let's call an Uber. Let's go home. Let's just call it. I can't find my yeah. purse. I don't want to. We're not. We're just. I just want to dance. Just let me go. Post this thirst trap. That'll show. You're gonna get so many likes. The amount of PTSD you're giving me. You don't know how many nights I'm always the token babysitter to these people, and you're just. And they don't. What I realized. Best advice for these drunk moments with your friends is that. You remember it, they don't. Yeah. So when you're being really nice and you're like, okay, do you want to talk about it? They don't know what they're saying to you, so you right. got to be firm. Yeah. They're like an, a dog at that point. Yeah. You got to take them by the right, hand and say, right. we're going home yeah. now. The runners, And people man. around you will think that you're an asshole, but right. you're like, this is the fourth time this week. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it. It's the runners. Because if you try to be logical with them, right. it never works. You, you ever just see them looking logical. at you? <laughs> In the face where they're just like, they're like really trying hard. It's like their brain's like, yeah, try the to, try on, to, no one's home. That's try to listen to what they say. And, and the eyes are just like, I don't hear none of that. <laughs> just like, they're just full shack. It's just hyphens. I, didn't, I, didn't, I tried to understand what you just said. I have a friend, when she drunk fights, she just, she doesn't have a subject to the conversation. (laughs) Does that make sense? So she'll be like, I knew it was going to (laughs) happen. I know exactly that. And she'll be like, and if you do it again, I'll never talk to you. And I'm like, do what? And she's like, you've been thinking about it, haven't you? You You always do this. You You just leave me at the library? Hmm? You didn't leave me at I read no Because I, I did that thing? You, you know You I, don't like that thing and I did that thing. You know I don't read. And you're just like, what you, thing? You know I like the movies better. Why did you do that? When I was young, I would wait and be like, I'll figure this out. Oh and then you God, realize it's, the it's a puzzle that's not it's, meant it's, to be. It's not out. meant to work out. Like you really try it's like it's like talking to Lassie. Who? Who's in the <laughs> yeah. who's in the well? Yeah. Who's who do we have to save? What? And you, you you realize, Where are you going? Where are you yeah, 
Yeah, you're just like, oh, this is. You're in the pointless. dark places of their mind mm-hmm. that um have quit. Yeah. Th- their mind has been like, we're out. Yeah. One time I told my friend, I was like, hey man, I just want you to feel better because he's like hugging the toilet. I just yeah. want you to feel better. I just I, I'm worried about you. Like, just you okay? And he just looks at me and he does. <laughs> just does that. That's the mahalo sign. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. You're on your own. <laughs> Like, <laughs> they're they're out to lunch and yeah. you can see them for dinner later. Yeah. Um, when was the last time you experienced extreme wrath? Wrath? Yeah. When was the last Rage. time you got angry? Mm. Ooh, extreme anger, dude. I'm such a like I'm such a laid back person. Yeah. Well, I like like us having an in depth talk now because I was a shy guy. Mm-hmm. You're either like super chill, chill or serial killer. Yeah. And you don't know until yeah. you like dig in until like, something pops off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had some, uh, family things that were going on, personal family things that mm-hmm. I was like working through that Is like kind of. Is it weird that you are not living with them? I guess that's like most people as adults. Yeah. I don't li- I like it's, well in the South, if you live with your family past like 19, 20, 21, it's like, it's like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. Cause like, the houses are mad cheap over there. Yeah. Well, people <laughs> just move out like here in New York, like it was like. People live in houses, they, they stay into a house because yeah. it's like, yo, if you leave, they're just going to make it cost 10 times more than it was. Yeah. So. I'm jealous of my friends who were like, oh, I got yeah, this rent control thing. Right. I didn't understand that when I moved here. So when I would talk to people that are like, oh, yeah, I live with my family or whatever, or like above my family. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? what? What is that? Yeah. Like, if you said that, like in North Carolina, they'd be like, you're a fucking loser, man. Like, get <laughs> yeah. out of here house but now i realize like it's a different financial i live 20 minutes away from my family in long island city um and it's like far enough that they can't like be all on your shit but when you're like that's a good setup i want to have dinner right that's a good setup to have come over yeah that's that's pretty dope to have thank you um when was the last time you were a sloth like uh, when are your lazy days oh probably just that's that could be any given moment Mm -hmm. honestly like last week do you get guilty when you do it a little yeah yeah, I can have that. Like, I haven't been to the gym in a week, and I need to. I need to go. Mm-hmm. I need to go pump my chest up <laughs> <laughs> this week. Gotta get back under that barbell, you know. Um, Steve worked out last week. Steve worked like- out last week. I, I saw the goddamn picture. I saw. I saw. His, I saw his Instagram story standing in front of the mirror. Standing in front of the mirror. Wait, what's his thing that he has? I forget. What's the thing that's growing? Uh, what? <laughs> He has a bump. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got Steve. You know, he's got that little lump in his that leg. That lump is looking the, strong. The lump looking strong. He flexed his calf, and I saw the lump look at me with what, his one lazy eye. That his lump, lump got a lazy eye. It was that like doing better than he's you. Like, you a lazy motherfucker. I saw the lump looking at me. Uh, you a sloth, bitch. You ain't never gonna be nothing. N W N U double F I N apostrophe, not apostrophe. Apostrophe. Honestly, that lump's great at spelling. Um, yeah. When was the last time you lusted over someone? Or do you have a celebrity crush? Fucking Instagram. Um, Instagram's a dangerous place. You better watch out. It is. It Start is. having babies just from liking one photo. No babies, man. I ain't doing no babies. Mm. Celebrity crush? You know who I really like? Who? Rashida Jones. Oh, I love Rashida Jones. Yeah, I like Rashida She was just Jones. on the subway with an eyeglass ad. I thought you meant for real. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to get you excited. Yo, you about I, to run on the I subway. I was worried about to get on the subway and do the whole homeless man speech. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't mean to bother you. But I'm looking for Rashida Jones. <laughs> for those of y'all that don't know, she's right there above you on the ad wearing the glasses, the cat glasses. She's a very beautiful woman. She is Quincy Jones' daughter. She's a goddess. You could do a project with her in the future. I could see that. I would love that. Manifest that shit. I would love that. I would love to do that. I would love to do a project with her. But I would also love to meet her father, Quincy Jones, because 
that man is a fucking American icon. She's like, he's not incredible. another one. I yes, know, you can I meet know, my dad. Sure, you gotta I'm act sure. cool about it. Dude, he's like, I would just want to talk to him about all the people he's met. Over he, that man knows everybody. Yeah, he's popular, dude. A little slut. <laughs> also, side note, I quick on Instagram. When you say Instagram, what kind of girls are you feeling on Instagram? Is it the Insta hoes? Is it just like that girl next door? Is it the celebrities? Like, what do you? Oh uh, no, I don't follow a lot of celebrity accounts. I don't follow a lot of whole accounts either. It's just like it's just like, oh, she's pretty. Mm, you that's know? nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, but that's just Instagram. That's Instagram. That's everybody's posting their best self mm-hmm. on there. And I also feel like so many guys don't understand like the level of editing that some photos go oh, go to, bro. like insanity. Yo, y'all got some. It's fucking art. Pro tools. <laughs> pro tools. Pro tools, yo. I mean, you probably experienced it. You, you slide into the DMs into, like, and they're like, yeah, apps. let's go. Let's Are go. you let's single? Keep... Yeah. How long have you been single? A couple months. Oh, shit. It's new. Yeah. Damn. Well, <laughs> <laughs> slide into his DMs. Um, Jay actually, Fisher Comedy. Jay Fisher Comedy. You have an album out. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, the album's called Good For You. Um, it's on iTunes, Spotify, um, Title. If anybody's got that, yeah, uh, Sirius XM and everything. Give it a listen. It, uh, you know, I've like I said, I've been doing comedy since I was seventeen. Um, I recorded it in Good Nights Comedy Club down in Raleigh, wow, North Carolina. You probably you know? got a crowd. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. A lot of people came out to support. Um, I'm proud of it. You know, I just want people to laugh. That's it. You know, I, I just mm-hmm. wanted to put something out there that could like, you know be a time capsule for the material. Like I have something physical that I can like show people like, Hey, I do stand up. Here's mm-hmm. the product of that. Here's mm-hmm. the product of the hard work. And I just want you to enjoy it. That's all. Like, it's I so just awesome. want you to laugh. You guys listen to it. Then DM, DM him, <laughs> tell him what you think. Tell me what you think. Um, before we wrap this up, I end with one final question. What advice would you give people on how to cope with your hell? Cope with your hell. Um, I'd say, First, recognize what your hell is, mm-hmm. identify it, and then uh, find either a creative outlet for it or go talk to somebody, honestly. Or, you like, or go kill a couple people. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let your anger out in a healthy way or just go full or non-healthy and get a true crime, <laughs> true crime documentary about you yeah. and end it yeah. at least being notable. Yeah. Um, yeah, but talking to people about it. Honestly, yeah, like I... like. Dude, as a, as a black dude, like therapy is not big for us, um, but I've done it recently and it, it does help. Are you in therapy right now? Um, I haven't gone in a little bit mm-hmm. uh, just because of, you know, I've had the other shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it was one of those things where it opened up my eyes to some shit where I was like, okay. That's so awesome. These are things that I should have addressed. Oh, there's so many dudes that I've... If they went to therapy, mm, <laughs> mama would be into it, right. but they're not. So we're here alone. Um, anyway, where can people follow you? Uh, Jay Fisher Comedy. That's all, you know, for Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Uh, J-F-I-S-H-E-R Comedy. And I hope you guys are watching Summer House, and I will talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>